0: Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge.
1: They are who we thought they were.
0: On Yahoo Sports
2: Radio. Well, our first guest is a Hall of Fame finalist, which is nothing new, because he's been a Hall of Fame finalist five times. I'm talking about linebacker Kevin Green, who ranks third on the career sack list with 160 and is one of only three players, three, to produce 10 or more sacks in 10 different seasons. Kevin's not only back with the Hall of Fame board of selectors, he's back with us making his second appearance on this show. Kevin, first of all, welcome back, and congratulations on making it as a finalist again.
1: Yep, yep, good deal.
2: Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. Listen, I know we spoke to you after you failed to make the last cut in 2015, and you were understandably disappointed, we get that. But how much have you thought about the Hall and your chances in the year since then?
1: You know, I, I, I've thought about it. Uh, you know, I try to, I have tried to kind of move on from that moment uh, last year and carry on with your life. That's one thing you can do, you know. And, uh, but I've I thought about it, you know, and, uh, and I think, you know, I'm just, I'll just be patient. Uh, just quietly, you know, be patient and uh and and wait my time. So that's all I can do.
0: Yeah, Kevin, ironically Tim Brown last year was uh, elected after his sixth year as a finalist and he said uh he said I had to remind myself to be patient. And he said he thought that Kevin Green should be the next guy put in this in uh in, in can. So um how have you been patient? It's gotta be frustrating. You got the credentials.
1: Sometimes it, it you know it could be frustrating when when I see, you know, uh, other fellows kind of going into the hall that, uh, production wise now, uh, may not have any you know, of the numbers that I have, but I mean, it's a, uh, it's a different deal. Uh, you guys are the hall of fame voters and it's uh, not necessarily uh, about, you know, production, uh, in the league. It's all other types of criteria and, you know, clearly it's all out of my hands, uh, I can't go sack any more people. So. <laughs> I <laughs> hope not.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just no, go, sack, is... go sacking us, please.
1: <laughs> no, no, I won't. I, I appreciate you guys uh, supporting me. I, I really do. You know, Thank you very much.
0: Well, you know, Kevin, as uh, Clark mentioned, you've been through this before. In, in a weird sort of way, I have some sympathy for you because there's a little writer's wing in the corner that the goose is part of. And I've been a finalist seven times, and I'm 0 for seven. So I know how your head starts to hurt after a while when you don't get in. But uh, <laughs> a- has there any year that's been harder for you? Was the first time harder for you than this time? Or does it does it mount and get more difficult as the as the opportunities uh, keep coming up? Or does it get easier to sort of say, well, you know, one of
1: these days? You know, I, I think that's correct. I, I think it's gotten easier, uh, and it's just going to be one of these days. And, and that's really – that's really the way I got to approach it. I've got to have a piece of that. I think uh, I really just kind of misunderstood, you know, why and asked a lot of questions. And, you know, when I was first on the semifinalist the list and didn't make it, you know, to the final 15, I'm like, how, how can that happen? And, and then I made it to the 15 and then, you know, put out in the first five a couple of years. And I'm like, how? I'm not really sure what the voters are looking at. And so, at this point uh, in the process, I've kind of got a piece about it, and uh, I'm just, you know, you know, I'm done. All I can do is basically let the chips fall where they may. At this point, I'm gonna try not to get, you know, too down. You know, basically, you know, if it you know, doesn't doesn't happen for me again. Kevin, you or said
0: it's, it's gotten, gotten you said it's gotten easier. Would it uh, Would it still be that easy in the 15th year as a finalist? <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, you know, I, I thought, you know, with, with my numbers production-wise, and, and that's what I was looking at is, you know, what I was able to accomplish in 15 years. I, I thought I would have, uh, you know, got to that, you know, 25 list a lot earlier than I did. I, I spent a number of years, you know, really eligible, but getting passed from from the uh, initial list of, 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 of nominees uh, just to the 25 list, and I didn't... Of course, again, I didn't really understand uh, how, how how can I get past? I played the same position as uh, the great Lars Taylor, you know, the exact same thing. And 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 uh, I think I, you know, I had more more production, and 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 I played for a few more years longer. And how can this be? And and I was just beating myself up about it. So I i I've kind of chilled out over the years. And I think, <laughs> it in stride and, and,
2: and so that's where we're at we're chilling out with hall of fame finalist kevin green <clears throat> on the talk of fame network and, and kevin uh hall of famer and friend of the show <laughs> dick lebeau once called you quote a great player against the run unquote who was quote almost unblockable unquote Now. Because this is going to come up again in the room, and I'm talking about the selectors—the 46 of us who meet that Saturday before the Super Bowl—would you please, please, put to rest this talk of, okay, he was a great pass rusher, but he was a one-trick pony?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I think people just get so enamored, you know, with that 160 sacks that their their next thought is. He surely can't be good at anything else because right. he has a boatload of sacks. But, <laughs> but in, in all reality, uh, I, I played strong side outside linebacker. I, I played the defensive left side outside linebacker. So if you, if you just think that most teams are right-handed, you know, and they bring the tight end out in their offensive formation, it's going to be, you know, the offensive right side of their, of their formation that's where the tight end is going to align, and that just happens to be where I'm going to be because I'm playing defensive left, outside Linebacker. But I played that position for a reason. <laughs> there was a reason there. It wasn't because I was just whiffing blocks and whiffing tackles and just getting blown off the ball five yards every run. No. <laughs> there was a reason why, you know, Coach uh, Dom Capers uh, put me at left or strong side outside linebacker. So uh, that, That's really all I can say. I don't really know how I got ever got tagged with being a one-trick pony or a one-dimensional dude and soft against the run. I, I guess that's the biggest in, insult for me, really, uh, of this whole thing, is that people think I was soft against the run, which is unbelievable. I, pr- I prided myself so so much in playing the run the right way and the way the coaches wanted me to play it. They wanted me to hit it hard and, and, and take two blockers so that the ball can bounce out in space to scrape an inside linebacker like a Levon Kirkland to make a, a, a free hit or something. So I, I I took it very serious and and I and I and I did my best and I and I I, I believe I was a hard nosed cat at the point of attack. I, I really do.
2: But I think it's just because of what you just said, Kevin. I think it's because of the 160 sacks. People saying, well, what else did he do besides rush the pass? If he had that many sacks, that must have been what he only was doing. But your point is well taken.
0: I, the other think what's impressive to me with the sacks is you did it on the strong side. There's more traffic over there, and also the quarterback can see you coming. Uh, on the weak side, uh, Lawrence Taylor, uh, Charles Haley's coming at the quarterback's blind side and there's generally, back in that era, there generally wasn't a a tight end over there. So I think what's most impressive is you got it on the strong side. You got through a lot more traffic to get to the quarterback.
1: And and that's true. I think um, a lot of uh, pass rushers who do come from the quarterback's blind side, I think they have a little bit more leeway about, you know, what kind of moves they can use and still contain the quarterback and still get to the quarterback, whereas uh, uh, an outside back or a defensive end, Um, so to speak, coming from the the quarterback's front side or his throwing hand side. Yeah, he comes to the face of the quarterback. The quarterback can uh, easily uh, evade, you know. And and that happened to me, I mean, a number of times in which I didn't get a a clean move off a big offensive tackle, and they they held me a little bit or stashed me a little bit, and and, uh, the quarterback saw it, and I just wasn't totally clean from the big tackle, and the quarterback was able to escape and evade. So it was, uh, it was difficult. And, uh, uh, so, you know, I just tried to do the best, best that I could do and, uh, and keep him in the pocket at, at the same time, you know, make a move at the right time and, and, and make that sack.
2: Hey, Kevin, we've got to go to commercial, but can you stay with us? Absolutely. Great. When we return, we'll hear more from Hall of Fame finalist Kevin Green. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.